Every time bus, we come into a stadium, bus. it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come here to fight every yeah. week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? You who Back in on a Taco Tuesday edition of the program. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. The Nuggets kind of talk stuff was getting me excited. I really believe, Jake, that Damian Lillard is obtainable. I don't I I, I don't really know if Bradley Bill is obtainable. Okay. And Donovan Mitchell, I think, you know, a team will ask for the moon for a guy like that. So unless the only thing the Nuggets maybe have going for them in terms of those other two guys, or maybe in terms of making any big deal, not not just the two first round picks, but Michael Porter Jr., who comes with a huge contract and the emergence of Bones Highland. So, you know, some of these other guys on the list from the uh, of all like the B guys, the complimentary players, the role players, the you know potatoes guys, I wouldn't probably trade. Bones Highland for most any of those guys because I think, you know, the potential ceiling of Bones Highland is, you know, as valuable as some of what those guys bring to the table. But I definitely trade Bones Highland for like one of the four guys, including DeJounte Murray, you know, Donovan Mitchell and who and whatever else it would take. You're not going to tell me you wouldn't get rid of Bones, MPJ, two first round picks, maybe even a second for a Bradley Beal. Yeah, I would. But the Damian Lillard, that's where we're disconnected. You wouldn't have to give that much up for Damian Lillard. No, you would so. have to give all of that up. See, but I don't for want Bradley trade, Bill. I don't want to trade two first round picks, Bones Highland, and then maybe a second <sighs> for Dame. I mean, like the way you know the first round picks work in the NBA. If you have three first round picks and they're in the twenties, one guy might make your roster and play for you know five or eight years. One guy's going to flame out of the league and one guy's going to be a project that you never really, you know, achieved much with. So it's not even like nothing's for sure. There's no for sure there. There's no star there. I'm, I got to have I have to say it. What? Dame is washed. I don't think so. Dame's washed, man. If the price is right, you get him in here and it'd be replacing the contract of Michael Porter Jr. with Damian Lillard's. It'd be... um. You know, a short term proposition. He could be Chauncey esque. If you could keep, he bones. could be Chauncey esque in what he brings to this team. If you could keep bones oh. and get rid of MPJ, Chauncey was way older when he came. Make that deal. If MPJ's gone and Bones stays, that's the only way I want to make the deal. Let's go out to the hotline and get our guy. It's New School Danny. Hey, bro, what's up? Good morning, Danny Williams. How hey, are buddy. you, sir? Good. What's going on? How are you? I'm hanging in there. How's your wife? Um, she is still battling. Good days, bad days. Okay. I'm sorry. Appreciate you asking. Sure. Hey, got to get your opinion on something. Yeah. Um, boobs. Oh, that's what you say. Boobs or butt. (laughs) Uh, what'd you say? The what? Four videos for 20 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, um, I, I'm, uh, of course, Darcy Kemper, uh, still makes me very nervous. But I wanted to get your opinion on, do you think it's wise for them to roll him out there in game four um, based on his confidence level right now, maybe at a, at a low point? I think and... you – okay, let me answer the first part. Remember the second part okay. of your question. Okay. I think you have to, but only because he helped them win the first two games of the series. And I mean, I mean, again, I was rolling with Frank Coase. 
before the series started. I would have went with Francoise, but they went back to Darcy. So the fact that they did that makes me believe that there's no question Darcy starts game four. I'm not saying on a short leash, but like a half mid kind of leash where if it's, you know, he gives up a couple early goals and they don't like the way it looks. Well, then yeah. they'll attempt to bring Frank Kosin to save the game early. They won't let him give up four goals before they pull him out of the game. So I think that's what I would do. Well, see, and that comes to my point. Uh, what I was going to say, is, and you could probably relate as a coach, do you want to put somebody out there that thinks, well, if I let one or two goals in, I'm going to get pulled. So he's going to be playing nervous, not have the, the confidence that you need, of course, in the Stanley Cup finals. And you want somebody that's pretty sure of themselves and is going to play at the top level when you need them and not have to worry about that leash and getting pulled out of the game again. Because I think that's got to be pretty embarrassing, I would think. Well, the goalie. again, man, it's... The mentality you you have as a goalie at that level, I think you can flush it. I think you kind of flush the you know the highs and the lows through all the years, the games, the juniors, the you know to get to this point. You know, it's it's like the backup quarterbacks always like the most. If you don't have you know, if you unless you got like one like a real quarterback, the backup quarterbacks always like the guy who you think for some reason is going to be a hero because you know when he's doing nothing for you. So, I think Francos is very capable. I think if it goes wrong in Game Four. And Darcy's a mess. Then Game Five is when Franco starts. Yeah, and I and I think to one of the things I look at when when Darcy plays is he's not. I don't think he's as aggressive as he should be, meaning that he should try and you know poke check somewhere or poke stick whatever they call it yeah. to to the pucks when they're coming at him. It seems like he just kind of goes back mm-hmm. and is just waiting for for them to dictate what kind of shot instead of him going and being a little more aggressive, I just think back to when Patrick Wall would play and he would be a lot more aggressive and get out there a little bit more out of that, uh, that crease and trying to predict what's going to happen and not wait for it. More of a proactive than reactive type of scenario. I kind of stopped listening then, at poke stick when you said you were, <laughs> when you were talking about your poke stick. <laughs> no, man, that's good stuff. Jake, like what he was not, Jake was nodding his head back there. Um, as you know, he, he liked what you had to say, and I, I I do too. I mean, that's why Jake is my favorite. Well, you know, if I just want to be in the top five, <laughs> it goes Jake Gill, Pearlbutt, Goodman. <laughs> All right, we got to go. Good stuff, bro. All right, man. Appreciate the time. Sure. Bye. See you. Bye. <laughs> okay, we got a bunch of text to get to. Let's read a couple of those. Uh, one from Dirty Mike and the Boys. I love he those. Says, uh, did you guys see Clay? At the parade. I uh, did. He kind of fell down and knocked the lady over. Did all, you see that? Yeah, he says, all lost in the sauce. <laughs> he absolutely trucked that lady. She went down like a sack of potatoes. There's nothing uh, wrong with partying, bro. I don't think there's anything wrong with partying, bro. Uh, he did. So, like, he was just, there's a little clip of him, like, where he's stumbling over, like, uh, you know, like, if you're downtown and it's, like, under there's, who knows, it's, little, it's like the sewers and stuff, and you can just trip up on it it was him tripping up on whatever he was walking over and he like accidentally plowed right into this girl and just knocked her down and he, he got up he was okay everyone was good but it was just like oh hang on <laughs> i also heard that he dropped one of his championship rings no way yeah and it broke or what i i, I don't know Ooh. all i heard is he, he dropped one of them. i don't know if he found it or somebody else got it or or what the whole deal is but 
He dropped one of his rings. Uh, also, we got from Dirty Mike and the Boys. He says, <laughs> I don't trust Chase one bit. I'd make JJ throw a complete game. Pitch counter for Snowflakes. Good morning, Snowflakes. Okay, good. Um, I just want to say... Good morning, Snowflakes. How you doing? Great, great. <laughs> I just wanted to say thank God for Donald Trump. I love you, Mr. Trump. Thanks for trying to save our country. Yeah. Who did he think he was calling that day? April Zazba? Isn't that her name? Or what's her? Was she, uh, Buddha. Rush? It, you know, know. Is, is Rush still on? Oh, he's dead. Rush is not on. He's dead. How can he still be on? There's cli- old radio clips of Rush. He was a hero to the that side of the table. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Should we go to break? Yeah. We got uh actually before we do, we'll I do got one more. One more text we got from uh the 605. He says Fant is afraid of his own shadow. The guy's toughness is made of pie crust. Yes. Bingo. 506. That's the numbers. The 605? That's what it said. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, I mean like <laughs> Fant's I don't know. He's a little too much talking, not enough uh, producing for me. Not enough catching and uh, yak. Need some more yak, right? Yeah, obviously you would want a little bit more from him in that aspect, but I don't think the Broncos' offense did him any favors. Pat Shermer was too old and antiquated, doing him five-yard outs, five-yard ins, little curl routes. He's more of a vertical threat, and I think he'll be utilized correctly elsewhere. Okay. Uh, let's go to break 303-831-1340, the hotline and the text line. Yeah, the weekend. On a weekday? Damn, we're feeling it. He's got a lot of hits. Is he the best in the game? He's one of the best in the game. For really? Sure. If you had to just pick one male who's uh, the best in the game right now in this kind of music. It's got to be the weekend, right? I think it's got to be the weekend. He's just cranking them out. I mean, Harry, Harry Styles is, you know. Should we do a Harry Styles on the comeback? Let's do that new one. On the, the other, other side. Chicks <laughs> like, what new one? Oh, you'll hear it, mister. All right, it's my sports. done yet is it gonna hit oh yeah in this world it's just us you know it's just the same as it was yes let's go how do you think you landed olivia wilde with this kind of stuff yes Oh, yeah, he dressed like a girl. Who cares? It's the times. My father's gay. <laughs> this song's not bad. I like it. Yeah, it's a banger. It's going to take the summer over, probably. 303-831-1340. The hotline as well as the text line. Big things happening. Jake, stop the show! <laughs> Big NFL news. Huge Deshaun Watson news. I get the NFL. 
Deshaun Watson and his attorney have settled with all of but four women of the 1,000 women. Okay, not 1,000. 20, 30, what was it? 24. 24 women who, you know, alleged inappropriate behavior during massages, to say the least. And that is that's pretty... I mean, it's the best possible thing that could have ever happened for Deshaun Watson. So I don't know if he had to pay a little bit more. I don't, I mean, the rumor was each lady had a $100,000 offer on the table. And I'm sure, you know, um, Busby, the attorney, is that, is that? uh, Yeah, uh, no. uh, Damn, what's his name? Rusty Harden. Rusty Harden, that's his attorney. Busby is the the lady's attorney. So I'm sure Busby's telling these ladies, well, let's hold out for 250 or 500,000. Again, the guy just got 230 million guaranteed, tons of money up front, and I bet you he's bagged already 60 or 70 million dollars in his career, 50 or 60 million in his career already. So I don't know why this didn't get done a long time ago, other than his lawyers advising him to do this kind of stuff, hang in there, it'll, you know, it'll bl- you know, it'll blow over type of stuff and it will we're going to, you know, draw this out and you know, again, some of their tactics have not worked, and he's looked like crap, and these ladies keep popping up, and the Browns look horrible for the investment that they made. I'm kind of thinking that the Browns helped push this through. Who knows if the Browns even ponied up some more money to get this done because this was at the breaking point of, like, the Browns having to literally eat poop in one of the most dramatic of mistakes in the history of professional sports season suspension looming type stuff yeah and that's the least of it that's something they were kind of maybe expecting that was the risk they were willing to take but like the pressure on them to have to cut ties that i mean like that was the like the that 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 the cliff was right there and the browns were looking over it you know and they're about to be pushed off. They are forced to make this move deshaun watson and his people were forced to make this move so um Again, it's like weird. Nothing has changed. Okay, right? He was inappropriate, yet because they took a big settlement, now it kind of looks like, well, how many were in it for the money? And, you know, that kind of stuff. So well, that's that's the, you know, we're guilty without a reasonable doubt. Reasonable doubt is one juror who's like, what? These ladies, yeah, yeah, well, it's, he's right. I mean, yeah, sure, he likes to go, you know, uh, but the touch of a woman, but... You know, all these women, you know, truthful. Every now and then. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's that's where we're at. OK. Um, well, I don't think it was just about the money for these ladies because they were offered supposedly one hundred thousand dollars each of them. But they didn't take the money because there was a a very aggressive non-disclosure agreement that they would have had to sign. And I think the big part of this is they wanted to get their story out there. They wanted people to know that Deshaun Watson's scummy. And now that they know that Deshaun Watson's a creep, they still get their money in the end. And it's a win-win situation for their cause. But Deshaun, he, he gets his name dragged through the mud and he still has to pay. But he gets to still stay in the league and his suspension is probably going to be significantly lower now. Will it be? Probably. The NFL, they're probably going to move on quickly after this. Did the NFL pressure anybody to make this happen or not? 
Probably. So they literally all the, the way up to the top was Deshaun Watson's lawyer, the Browns. Settle this, find a way to settle this, or we're going to have to step in and, and find a way to you know uh, make this right for you guys. Do you think there's any of that? I think a little bit. I think maybe the NFL was telling the Browns, like, look, hey, if this doesn't get settled soon, we're going to have to suspend him. We're going to have to you know, bring the hammer down, throw the book at him. Zach Seegers was at game three in Tampa Bay. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> I mean, it's cool to go, but dang, you know? Yeah, it's cool. With his pops. Father's Day. Faja. His Faja. Okay. Uh, other big news. Jake, <laughs> stop the... <laughs> Thank Way you for stopping the show. Yeah, sorry. Um... <laughs> Brooks Kepka, the latest to leave the PGA Tour for the Live Tour. I mean, that's it's that is some huge, monumental news, in, at least in the world of golf, because eh. I, and it is Dustin Johnson and Brooks Kepka are two of the top six players in the world. OK, and Phil Kepka and Dustin Johnson are three of the top seven or eight most popular players in the world, okay? So here's my thought. Like, uh, Anila was like, F him. He's got no heart. It's blood money. And I was like, bro, I think I, think, I just, I, I, I want him to reevaluate because for one, the PGA has tons of relationships with uh, sponsorship deals with, you know, uh, businesses that operate just right there in Saudi Arabia and all over the world, places that don't treat their people well, uh, don't believe in, you know, American freedom and beliefs, handle, you know, just different, you know, archaic almost, okay? So the PJ is, you know, involved in, has relationships with lots of companies that, you know, if we're going to really get ethical, that you'd have to reevaluate your situation himself. So that's their, that's that argument, okay? But why it makes so much sense for the, the players who have had success and won majors is because, well, I don't know this to be 100% true. Again, those guys just played in the U.S. Open, Phil and Dustin Johnson, right? So the guys who are, have exemptions to the major championships, you can still play in the majors because you're exempt. You won. That's you know, that's left different. You win you know, a, 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 a green jacket. Gold jacket, green jacket, who gives it? You can, you, you know, you're welcome forever to play in that tournament. You're a member forever. Okay. So if you're Brooks Kepka, you go take a hundred million up front to go play on this tour. You go win these tournaments that have huge purses. You play one last tournament day. The fields are smaller and you get to go play in the four real, real tournaments that matter, okay? Well, I can't play in the um, Arnold Palmer and the Memorial, and I can't play. Okay, who cares? Because you're going to be playing all over the world in the most incredible you know, venues that, is, again, uh, I'm waiting to see, you know, I want, I, I, really, I want to see and feel this new league. And I'm not one who's like, it shouldn't happen, or why are they doing this, and these guys shouldn't go. Nah, they're offering up tons of money. You know, for something that might not work, might fizzle out in two or three years, but they already got their money up front. So it's a risk we're taking, especially for the guys who can go still play the four main tournaments that matter here or, you know, the, the Open Championship to the British Open, wherever that is. And then you just go play on that tour there. 
you know, a lot of people are making a big deal about Kepka going like, you know, he's some great golfer. I mean, he has been in the past, but I think now he's he's tapped. Eh, golf's weird like that. Like it him, seems like that. And you might be right. His body might have broken down on him. Him and DeChambeau, both of them. Yeah, but like it's just a year or two ago where those guys won at the highest level. So, you know, I think both of those guys can win again. And I do know I bet both those guys win one more major. Is Kepka going to go get to eight or nine or ten majors like we might have thought after he got hot? Nah. And I think Kepka was more of a, you know, win a couple, two, three majors type of player anyways. He's just flashy and he's got he runs his mouth. So, but you can't deny the... um clout that those guys have they're the two of the most popular golfers in the whole world i think the DeCham- three of them and they're over there now i think the dechambeau kepka rivalry going to the liv is much bigger do you than think that they paid extra for that i think maybe a little bit because do you it's, think it's um they went to shambo who was committed there and said we'll give you an extra 20 million if you could help get Brooks Kepka here, fifteen million, ten million, but you got to go kind of help initiate this and try to push him through. I doubt it. Really, I don't think they you don't approach think things DeChambeau. Work, the life works like that. I don't think they approach Deschambeau. Really, because who? How? You know, he's been there first. He's there. They're talking Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka's brother's there too, but he's you know didn't get a hundred million to go. He's just uh you know hanging on tour player who took the opportunity to go over there and you know try to make a name for himself over there because he really wasn't making a name for himself. Here, right? Maybe. I see what you're saying. So that's just kind of my, I don't have all the answers, okay? But I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. Should we go to break? Yeah. Okay. 10, 28 a.m. in the Mahi City. We're live from the Tech Center. Having fun. Trying to build our, you know, our heart and soul back up after it had our hearts ripped out by the lightning. No big deal. I think the abs are going to be okay. Uh, I think now game three is a coin flip. If they were going to win a game, it was going to be game three. Let's get that one out there now. If the Lightning were going to win a game, it wasn't going to be game four when they're down three games to zero. That wasn't going to be that game, okay? It was going to be game three. You knew you'd get their best stuff. That's how series work. They're a great team. Let's respect them. Let's hope Kucherov is okay. We don't want no bad blood. And that's it. It's Molly Sports. I guess Deshaun Watson. I'm sure with the help of the Browns, how could it not be? Have settled 20 of the 24 cases against him, alleging he committed sexual misconduct. Um, okay. I wonder what the other four are. Do you think their situations are different? Do you think they're holding out for more money? Do you think, what do you think is up with that? I mean, like total spec. Total speculation. I think maybe they feel like this isn't enough. 
maybe money isn't going to fix what happened and they feel like this there needs to be some more more ramifications for his actions okay so do you think he is suspended by the NFL for a season a half a season i mean now's now is the time when the punishment from the NFL can kind of happen right 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 and do you think there's anything to the time served last year aspect that you know he was kind of like we said the you know the, the self-imposed uh ban uh to try to ease the as the Texans themselves were trying to figure out could we keep this guy or do we have to move on from him is there anything there that will ease his future sentence um, by the self-imposed sentence that, you know, whether it was the Texans or Deshaun Watson's people, whoever, you know, shut him down, Lester. Do you think that factors? I do, actually. Uh, the fact that he didn't play at all last year and ultimately kind of served a, a whole year suspension. So his year. agent's the one kind of coming to bat saying, well, again, we, we, we set out last year and now we feel vindicated. We believe there should be no suspension. There's going to be a suspension. Well, how long? Six weeks. That's it? Minimum. That, oh, my gosh. Minimum six weeks. If it was only six weeks, the outcry on that would be monumental. I think he, they shut him down for a full year. He doesn't play at all this season. That's what I think should the happen. The whole season. That's what should happen. But the NFL don't care. Well, hold on. These women settled. They got money. They, you know, it's like they're, he paid them money to... And he wasn't charged by, he's not going to jail for any of this. He never was going to jail for any of this. Does that factor in at all to you? We've already, again, we've already court of public opinion, you know, uh, not uh, uh, decided this guy's one of the great creeps in sports history, maybe in male, you know, human life history. Okay. But the facts are remain that he was never charged with anything um that 20 of the 24 women who accused him of being inappropriate took money to get over it or to uh i mean is that, is that how would you would frame it? how would you frame it i don't think they, that that doesn't sound right but they took the money to what why what would you how would you phrase it these women took the money why to what to get money i mean I, why else are you gonna take money <laughs> because of what happened to them? Yeah. They they took the money because of what Deshaun Watson's actions were. They got the money to drop the case. It's a tough one. That is so tough. Well, we got a bunch of texts. Let's do it. We got from F. Lewis. He says, Deshaun was paid for sitting out last year, not a suspension. So a little bit different. Okay, in F. Lewis's you're right. Eyes. I, I, beautiful. He's right. He also says, don't see any of the LIV guys on Sunday. Won't miss any of them. Blood money. That's F. Lewis. Who? I don't know, man. It, I get the way it feels. And F. Lewis is an old school dude. PGA. It's, it's the way it's always been. These, you know, tournaments um, 
are special and there's a lot of tradition that goes into golf. I think that's part of it. What they're trying to do is turning golf upside down almost in the style of the way they're doing it. Um, the shortened tournaments, the smaller fields. It's, I don't know. I don't know what kind of decision I would make for myself if I was offered something like that. So I can't really say. Nine figures? Is that what, what the number Tiger was? Tiger turned down upper nine figures, which means that's over 500,000. And upper to me would be more than like six. Upper would be like seven. Million, seven hundred million dollars, almost a billion dollars. Tiger turned that down, but do you know what? Maybe in a year or two, Tiger reconsiders if that thing takes off, right? Because Tiger doesn't. Again, the not the problem with that is they want they'd want Tiger to come play in all these tournaments because they you know the count the, the calendar's smaller and the events are there's not like the, all the events like the PGA has had for all these years. Right. You know, that's, so, that's life-changing type of money for especially some of these other golfers who maybe have not really broke in and really made I think Tiger should take way. this money. I would. Because he could still play in the four majors, the only tournaments he wants to play in anyways. He doesn't want to play in any of the tour events anyways. They're just tune-ups. He uses them as tune-ups. Maybe, maybe his thought process is that his body isn't ready. Maybe he's like, I can't go. So on you're a full saying he would consider this still? I think he would, but here, here's the thing: his body's probably telling him, "Well, I, I can't play a full tour. I, I'm just trying to play these four big tournaments." And then maybe when he gets his body back right, which may never happen, maybe then he'll be able to play a full tour. But I don't know. But we got another text from our guy, Noit. He says, I agree, Jake. Brooks and Bryson bodies broke down on him. They won't ever be back on top of the game. Another reason to get that money For sure. while you can. For sure. I mean, you know, the, the exemptions that they have, they can play in those major tournaments for the rest of their life. That's why John Daly shows up to the British Open to the PGA Championship with smoking heaters on the first tee, you know? So, yeah, I mean, John, is John Daly on that tour? Oh, man, you got to get John Daly on that tour. He's have just, to. you know, he finished last even over there every week, but... Man, he'd bring you know he. It's can you drive it's an RV over in the Europe? Uh, How are you gonna get your RV there? Oh, boat, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Um, we got another text. NDC Danny says, "Newsflash: There is dirty money in the PGA too." I agree with that. True, 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 true. I mean, if you know, if you want to real get nitpicky about it, because that's the real knock. Um, on this league is, well, Saudi directly funded money from the Prince of Saudi Arabia. I'm like, Arabian nights. I don't know. I love Aladdin. I love the movie Aladdin. Let's go to the hotline, get our guy, a mayhem icon. It's Rob. Hey, Rob. Hey, man, what's happening? How, how are you, brother? What's going on? Good, good. Little busy lately, so I just just tuned into you guys talking about the live. Yeah, the live tour, some crazy stuff. Now, uh, more there's rumors more Akala may go. Damn, Have that'd you be heard a, anything about that. Well, I mean, that would be an incredible get for them because you know um, he is accomplished and young. And again, I don't know if you heard my take, but if you're one of the guys who have won a major championship here and you're exempt, and you can come back and play the four majors. Then why, again, why wouldn't you just supplement the PGA Tour's rest of their schedule with going to this other tour, putting $100 million or, you know, if it's um, Morikawa, $125 million maybe in his pocket, $75 million in his pocket, just for showing up. 
Because in the end, this league might fizzle out, and these guys are going to, you know, they're going to get that money no matter what. And, oh, what, the PGA Tour is going to, you know, give them a spanking for, you know, six months before they let them yeah. back onto the tour? Give me a break, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. And then, I think Daly couldn't play because he has to take a cart, and I don't think they allow carts oh, on I think, the okay. tour. Interesting. So he, he's just too broken down. I mean, yeah, he can maybe get around St. Andrews without a cart, you know, or, you know, for the first couple rounds, but he's not going to, I don't think he's going to be on that. Maybe there's a way that maybe they'll have an exemption for him. Who knows? But, oh, he'd take that money in a heartbeat. So, uh, but his man, it's dirty money. The Saudis and, you know, they, 15 of the hijackers for 9-11 were Saudi and they killed that journalist. They're dirty. The nasty, nasty business to go into business with those people. I mean, it's bad. You know, you're you're basically getting getting in bed with uh, 9/11 hijackers if you take. Hey, that money. is it yeah. that? Is it that? I mean, that is strong. Rob. I'm not saying so your take. Totally. Is it yeah. that? Is that that direct? Oh, it is. It's the government. I mean, it's it's hey. not the corporation paying them. It's the Saudi government, which is dirty as dirty gets. I mean, let's not mince words on this stuff. I mean, you know, I get why people take the money, but you got to take the you got to take the heat and take the guilt and take the, you know, you're going against your country and, you know. You wow. Know, this is not just like taking money from some random corporation. This is like, you know, basically thumbing your nose at 9-11 families. And, uh, you know, I, I just think there's, you got to have some character, you know. Is it got to be like that? Is it thumbing your nose at those families? Is it? Tell me. I, I really it? think it is. Okay. I think it is that clear. I mean, I think it's black and white as anything has ever been, you know. I just don't think there's any gray areas in this deal, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't... You, know, you know, I think, say, don't say it's for growth of the game. Don't say it's anything. You're taking no. the money. You know it's dirty money, and you're willing to live with that. Hey, it's free country. You can do that. No one, it's not illegal, but, you know, you gotta, you're, you're going to have those questions from people, and you're going to take heat the rest of your life, and, and they should, you know. For what happened, I don't, people forget. It's been 20 years, and people starting to forget how nasty that was. You know, it's not cool. Not cool by me. I'm not watching that stuff. I don't care what what they do. Okay, well, maybe I'll, you know, guy, you know, you're you're our leading golf expert and analyst on the oh, show. So we, um, I'm glad you kind of chimed in. I mean, that's powerful stuff. Yeah, it's very, very, very powerful stuff. So. Yeah, just think of your family, you know, if you had a family member die in 9-11, you know, it's like, how would you feel about these guys just taking money from the Saudis? I mean, it's they're a nasty, nasty group of people hmm. in that government. I mean, not every Saudi person is horrible. Yeah. Most of them are being oppressed by this government, and they yeah. can't speak out. So yeah. the, the, the poor Saudi people and the people who have to go over there and work, you know, and for slave labor, basically, and if you say anything, you get your risk cut off you know it's it's an ugly ugly deal but it is what it is money money talks you know everything else walks right dang rob that's powerful bro Uh, all right right, yeah let's stay in touch buddy let's get out there and hit some balls do 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 yeah let's stay in touch bro chach all right man later bye let's go to break maybe i reevaluate before i take that 75 mil 700 mil (sighs) tiger 700 million would that be an image crusher for Tiger? To a lot of people, yes, it would. Worse than all the other stuff already he I mean, put? his image has already taken a, a He's a come back, though. He has. 
But I, here's my thing. You don't have to rub elbows with the guys. You take your money and you run. Ooh. Man, that is wild. I love it. This is a good, interesting conversation. It's a tough, tough topic. We'll talk about it more on the other side of Smiley Sports. You ready, Jay? I'm ready. You ready, dude? I'm ready, Snake. Are you? Girl, I must warn you. Final segment of a Taco Tuesday edition of the program. I'm kind of feeling a little bit better than I felt at the beginning of the show after what happened to the Avs last night. Um, I think the you know, you give up six goals, you're kind of feeling a little bit like, you know, what happened there? What happened? But um, they gave up seven goals the night before. You know, two nights before, come back in a really incredible uh, and find a way to cool the Avs um, and avoid letting the Avs kind of come back in that game. I was kind of waiting for like a couple quick goals, uh, but it was the Lightning who kind of added one or two more when I thought the Avs were still kind of in that game. So we move on uh, tomorrow night. Will uh, the Avs have another opportunity? Uh, the Lightning are really good at home. The Avs are really good on the road. Um, they've been incredible, on, you know, on the road. So, you know, despite losing last night, I think they're going to bounce back. If I had to say right now, uh, my way too early prediction, game goes to overtime tomorrow and it's a coin flip. Three, I could definitely see that. Three to three um, at the end of reg. It's another four, three either way. And I can live with that. Would you take that right now? Or would you take any other unknown outcome? So we know right now, I'm giving you the option to know my crystal ball. It's, it's, clear, it's clear, but I can't see everything. It's a little foggy. I see overtime for the avalanche. Will you buy that right now? Yes, I'll take overtime. I would too. I mean, damn, I would. I would too. Rather overtime? than the unknown of losing four to two, two to zero, six to two, right? When you're when you go on the road and you're in the overtime Ooh. game, you're pushing them to their limits on their home ice. You're giving them everything that you. I can. like everything that they can take. Take that! Take that! Take that! Bad boy. And however it turns out, hey, you know it's. It was overtime. You took them to their limit. Yeah. You're right. Even if you lose, it's like, hey, look at us. Right? You know? Who would have hey, thought? Look at us. Not look me. Us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. That Starbucks nice. Yeah. It's just right. Um, We got another text. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, this one's from F. Lewis. Uh, again, he says... Ask Dirty Mike and the boys if they'd cash a, cash a check from Kingdom of Saudi Arabia Ooh. Pride Month. I don't know. He just added that in at the end. <laughs> no, it makes sense. That's the kind of questions. Hey, there's one thing that we love on this show is when our texters text in about their politics, their religion, their fantasy football team, or and their, their kids. kids. It's the best. <laughs> That's pretty funny so okay uh rocky's back today on the road though where do we know do you know marlins okay scrappers um dom addingly a little scrapper do down there leading those bunch yeah of, they're scrappy can't hack it panty wastes they're 29 and 36 they're kind of we're 30 and 37 
Uh, Rockies are like one in ten. I saw Anilo say like oh, after days off. So I mean, you know, take that for what you will. <laughs> yeah, take that for data, right? And um, take that for data. Stamkos found a way to deliver. I mean, grizzled, the veteran has seen it all, a Hall of Famer. Mm. You know, it says Avs pull Kemper's status for game four is up in the air. I wouldn't quite say that. Put Frantos in. Forget Kemper. Kemper allowed five goals on 22 shots before getting the hook midway through the second. Who made, like you said, nine uh, saves on ten shots? I say roll with uh, Francois. Bednar said he didn't have a good night. You know, uh, neither did our team. We win as a team. We lose as a team. Group him in with everybody else. It just wasn't as good as we needed to be. Damn, he's good when it comes to that stuff. Do you hear about the uh, potential new Hornets head coach? Um. Well, Jake, it looks like you're about to let the cat out of the bag. Why? What? Mike huh? Antoni is meeting with Michael. Oh, Jordan yeah, I heard that. To Someone backed out. The leading assistant for Atkins? The Warriors, yeah. He, who was the coach for the um, Brooklyn for just a minute when they didn't have any talent? They kind of sucked, and they were kind of turning the corner, and they bounced in once they started getting all these good players. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he was—he's their top assistant, and he backed out of a deal because of whatever you know he thought. They about. won the chip, and he thinks they can win some more in Golden State. Uh, you know, and then you don't believe in what they're doing, too. You know, Michael Jordan's like, "I'm gonna kick your ass if you don't win." <laughs> All right, <laughs> and Andrew and Anilo are next. Uh, Jake Myers, the man. We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. New watch alert. New blows. Or the big face, Rolly. I got to it.